Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jane Maguire. And I'm Ben Hobson. Welcome to this special edition of the Runner's World podcast, covering off all things Nike from the launch of the Alpha Fly. So the reason behind this special podcast is that you, Jane, went out to New York for what were Nike were calling the Olympic Summit. Um, but it turned out to be a bit more than that. Yeah, it was. We kind of had an inkling, I guess, that the new shoe might be coming for many different reasons. Um, but you never quite know. But we got there and the Alpha Fly was you know, definitely happening. Um, And it would kind of seem to make sense to get some insight into the shoe from the people that have made it. So we spoke to the Tony Bignall, who is the VP of Footwear Innovation. And we kind of talked about the new World Athletics rulings and whether the shoe changed because of them and whether it was Kipchoge's shoe and plates and stack height and all of that um and then after Tony you'll hear from KJT and Dina about their prep for Tokyo it was all recorded at the event so it is not as kind of slick as what you're used to but apologies for that um it's also worth clarifying at this point that this isn't a sponsored podcast in any way but this is just a uh, a direct reporting from the event which uh, we hope will help people with their uh, decision-making, shoe-buying, whatever reasoning behind AlphaFly. This is the Runner's World podcast. How did the learnings of the next percent affect the shoe design for the AlphaFly? So this shoe's just been a continuation from the next percent, and all we've done really is we've looked at where does the athlete need the resiliency and responsiveness the most and it's really in the forefoot that's where you you create most of your power and effort and energy so we took out the foam and then replaced it with a more resilient material which is zoom air yeah. so that that's that's been the focus and i think that's the biggest difference we've added a bit more cushioning and um just brought in this the zoom air okay. and how are they kipchoge shoe how are they different to kipchoge shoe there's been a lot of speculation around yeah, the, the drop on his shoe, I think, and all the plates apparently. Yeah, the Alpha Fly is is the same. It's, okay. it's the same basic build up of the one that he wore. The, some of the confusion is um, when you work in patents, you have to file patents for the future. It's the the rule is the first to file. So we file a lot of patents because we're trying lots of different prototypes all the time. So people see a patent and they associate it with the shoe. And those things aren't necessarily true. So his shoe only had one plate. His shoe only had one plate. It's exactly the same as the Alpha Fly. And it didn't. It wasn't higher than forty millimeters. Um, the ruling is a size eight and a half. Okay. So Elliot's 
foot size is bigger than an eight and a half. So, but but that's the ruling is is it forty millimeters at eight and a half? So a woman's six is smaller than forty. Well, a lot smaller than forty. Eight and a half is smaller than forty. A men's fifteen will be bigger than forty. So that's just normal. Like that's just every shoe does that. It gets bigger for bigger sizes. So um, his shoe might measure more than forty, but that's not the ruling. The ruling is in that model at that size is it 40 yeah so you guys sense? it does no it yeah. does you guys have said this shoe is legal but if you have you had that from Royal Athletics or do you have to wait to get no, that no we have to wait so okay. the rulings just came out on Friday so um, but as we as we understand it as we as we look at the the rulings when you measure a men's eight and a half which is a European 42 um, the height between the ground and the top of the sock liner Mm-hmm. is less than 40 okay so and it has one plate so so you're confident we're, we're very confident yeah okay. yeah um but we'll wait and see we, you know we're here to respect the rules but of course um, is it disheartening as a designer or an innovator to have these new kind of barriers i guess in your way i think um on one hand it's um i don't know the word is on one hand it's um a vote of confidence or it's um it's, it's, it's quite good that people are talking about it because yeah. we feel like we're making a difference and that's what we're trying to do but on the other hand it is a little bit limiting and um, I personally think that it should be the, the, the line should be whether you're giving the athlete more energy back than they put in to the system that that feels like the the guideline yeah. and all of these shoes you you don't get more energy back than you put in so you you know normally in a, in a, in a regular running shoe you'd land and you lose 30 40 percent in heat and movement and i think we're just trying to make the shoe more efficient so i'd love to get to 99.9 percent efficient and once you go over 100 percent, that feels like that's cheating but none of these shoes are anywhere close to that we're just making them more efficient than we have in the past and how many miles do you think they've got in them um i think they're really similar to regular running shoes i mean it's every you know this but every shoe is different for every different person because depending on how your foot strike is and how you are but often people say 400 miles is a average or okay so they're um, not just a racing shoe they're absolutely not just a racing shoe because the 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 foams are proved to work we've had we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles tested in this shoe um no so it's it's, it should be as durable as any and how important is um athlete feedback so obviously kipchoge broke two hours in them did he come back to you with comments and did you tweak things or not really we've tweaked this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times specifically with his feedback but also his training team uh, men and women we've had we've had hundreds and hundreds of athletes in this elliot is amazing he'll you know handwrite notes for us we meet him many many times a year we do face calls we we have his information every single day every single run he runs so there's a constant dialogue to make us better and his his standards are super high which is great it really helps us and what do the airpods bring to the shoe the next percent didn't have them so what where did that come from so if you look at general foams they return sort of 60 to 70 percent of your energy back just a, a regular foam we have lots of those at nike the Zoom X foam redu- returns about 80% of the energy back and Zoom Air returns about 90% of the energy back. So okay. we've just taken out something that's giving you 80% and replaced it with something that's giving you 
90% ish. So yeah. you're just making the system more efficient, more, more effective. Yeah. And they kind of, I'm lucky enough to have just walked up and down in them. They do feel like that extra little bit of height kind of rocks you forward. Was that, in, that's obviously intentional. Totally intentional. I think that is the, well, it's the, it's the carbon fiber plate and it's a bit like a rocking chair. It just, it just guides you through and up to that position where you want to be pushing through the floor. Yeah. Um, to give you the put you in the most effective position to do your next foot strike. So, yeah, it's it's the combination of the foam for cushioning, the plate which rocks you into the right position, and then the Zoom airbags which really helps propel you and protect you for your next foot strike. And when we look at the training shoe, will that be legal under the new regulations? Uh, under the regulations, that is not legal because it's um, it's higher. There's more foam in the shoe, and the reason. We didn't know the regulations, but the reason we did that was to give the athlete more protection. Because so it's a training it's shoe, a training it's not a shoe. race shoe. Yes, so, um, so it's a little bit counterintuitive, honestly. We've, we, we haven't done that necessarily to make an athlete no. faster. You've done it to make them more protected. So um, I think there's a little bit of, we need to understand, like, how does the rules get enforced? Is it for people who finish on a podium or who receive money or just anybody that runs in a London marathon? Like, I think those are very, they're very different. What did you envisage coming next for the Alpha Fly? And will that all be kind of put on pause now with all these new regulations? Yeah, we, we've been working on the next one for a while because that's, that's just what we do. So now we all reflect on where the regulations are because we want to obviously respect the rules. But our jobs, I think, is, like I said before, is to try and close that gap to make athletes more and more efficient. So you're just, it's really trying to work with those three things of you're trying to protect an athlete with cushioning, you're trying to propel them forward, um, and you're trying to make the shoes light because yeah. it just makes it better. And Do you eventually, know how much they weigh? I don't know. Okay. I, I can get the answer. I'm sorry. No, um, no. I just know they're light. It's, yeah, they're, and, they're super light. When you, um, when you look at them, they don't look light, but when you pick them up, it just says that. Yeah. And I think there's also something about like a right weight too. You know, the right weight on the end of your yeah. body that feels like it's enough to protect you. It's not too light, it's not too much. And it feels like we're getting close to that that kind of good balance. Yeah, and we've not mentioned Tokyo, which is obviously coming up really soon. Will that they will be out in time? Yes. Yes, okay. I think there's some shoes uh pairs coming out in the coming week or weeks oh, okay. and then the cascades up through the, the the months following so yes and will the spikes be out in time too yes that's the plan okay and how important is um sustainability obviously you've launched the new line of like more sustainable shoes how important is that when you're looking at this kind of level of shoe yeah i think it's critical because um we know that what we do in innovation generally cascades through the company cascades across the um, categories so we spend an awful lot of time on that and there's some big ones in the shoe i mean the fly knit is an incredibly sustainable material the air soles are really really sustainable we have um 90 of all of the waste goes back into the airbags we, we make the airbags ourselves um so in every air sole that you see there's always 50 percent of reground waste in there and all of the factories that we use have um, 100% reusable energy. So it's something we take super, super seriously. Yeah. And it comes back, to, oops, comes back to that point of, you know, if you, if you can't get outside and play sport, yeah. then we, we need to do our bit. We make a lot of shoes, so we feel very responsible. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How is prep for Tokyo 2020 going? Yeah, prep is going good. The minute that the New Year's Eve bell struck, you know, 12 o'clock, it was 2020 and it sort of seemed like a huge reality for me. I've been... Um, waiting for this moment since like yeah 2016 I've moved life completely changed my life and I'm just yeah to preparation for the actual competition is going well but um, mentally I just can't believe it's 2020 and it's happening already <laughs> <laughs> um, how did it feel looking back at last year winning gold in Doha yeah that was one of you know the that is the greatest you know sporting moment of my life or maybe the moment of my life um it still feels like a bit of a dream like when i watch it back like the highlights the highlights just represent the competition because it was done so fast it was you know all done in evening sessions but yeah to to have that you know to just be able to have that medal and have that record it, it means a lot to me so if it's easier going into the olympics knowing that you know i've achieved I've ticked off some of the things I wanted to achieve in my career. So do you have to kind of put that in a box and forget about it and focus on 2020 or is that like a massive drive every morning when you get up? Um, The massive drive is when you don't, you haven't achieved those things. So you do have to put it in a box and just be like, oh, that didn't happen. Like (laughs) literally like 2020, fresh year, new me, new start. And um, yeah, I feel like that definitely... um, that definitely drives me for sure. You've just got to like vacate what you've achieved in the past and just focus on the moment and whether you've done good or bad. I feel like that should be the mentality that you take going forward. And you've been really open about the highs and the lows of your career. How do you cope with the stress and the pressure and how much do you think your kind of mental attitude drives what happens on the day? Um, the stress and pressure comes when you're you know, not prepared fully. I feel like in the past I've not been prepared when I've been on the line, whether that be an injury, whether that be, you know, certain events not going technically right. So all you can do is focus on what you can control in the day, in in the moment, on the day. And whether that be every training session, you just try and get that a little bit better. And then on the day, you know, as long as you get to the start line, you know, you've done everything you can to be ready for that, then there's no point in stressing because you've done the best you can do and at the end of the day that's all anyone can do yeah and how does it work like what does your training look like because you're juggling so many different events it's not like a like how does that work yeah it's very difficult to be a heptathlete you've got to being a heptathlete in 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 2020 and 2019 you can't just be 
average at all the events you've got to be literally like good at a number of different events it's not just like an average dough kind of a event so yeah juggling all the different techniques juggling the strength work juggling the aerobic work sprint work power work um it's it's a lot and i do leave a lot to my coach but a lot of it is down to experience as well and i've you know been to two olympics already so i've i feel like i've gained a lot of experience and i i know what to do with myself now and i understand myself more which is a, a huge win and how do you like can you sleep the night before like how do you kind of get yourself to kind of relax before because i think any runner or anyone who's ever done an event that night before how do you calm yourself down and get ready um i watch uh, this might be a little bit left wing but i watched a video of um will smith talking about how he bungee jumped i don't know if you've seen it no. you need to type into youtube and and basically it's the premise of it is why worry before the moment you have to do it literally like you'll be in bed the day before worrying 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 you'll wake up you'll feel sick you won't eat your breakfast because you're worrying about this this moment what whatever that might be or in my case like a competition and there's absolutely no point in worrying until you're actually doing it and then when you're doing it it's never as bad as you feel like it's going to be so i sleep quite well (laughs) (laughs) that's such good advice you're gonna have to watch that yeah Um, and then my last question is like how what kind of obviously tokyo is a massive drive at the moment but what will come next like what will be after tokyo i don't i don't know what will come next obviously it'll be the the next olympic cycle but for now i'm just that's my main goal that's been my main goal if you asked me last year about the world champs in doha i still would have said Tokyo so for me it's, it's such a I think athletes live their lives in four year cycles um, so after, to- after Tokyo my main goal will be holiday I think and of course <laughs> and how exciting is all the new technology obviously we're here with Nike have you tried the new shoes yet or is that yeah it was it was I tried them today um, so wearing the yeah. new, brand new alpha fly but yeah no, I know I flew around flew around the catwalk tonight in these so yeah and absolutely loved them um feel super comfy and yeah Nike it's so important to have the right coat when you compete and you have to feel comfortable and confident so yeah I'm um, very yeah I'm, I'm loving my outfit tonight. How is prep for Tokyo 2020 going? Um, it's been going well I think so far obviously I haven't raced yet but um, yeah I think it's going well most importantly I'm in one piece which at this time of the year is is one of the most important things um, but yeah it's going well going swimmingly winter training is hard like it is every year but yeah <laughs> after the world champions every, you're like the golden girl everything oh. <laughs> you're making a face but you are how do you cope with the pressure and how do you separate it from your kind of performance on the day and um, firstly thank you first and foremost and um, weirdly enough I don't really a, I think about it in a weird way because a I don't see pressure as a bad thing because I'm a sprinter at the end of the day we all pause the gun goes and you have to run as fast as you can like we're a high pressure event so um, you have to embrace it because that is the adrenaline rush that you need and I'm one of those people that loves it like I've always been one of those people that's like I love the highest roller coaster I love traveling as fast as I can I love all those little nerve wracking moments off the thought park honestly honestly, I've been so many times but um, I love that kind of stuff like I am that kind of I'm just that kind of person I love adrenaline so as you can imagine as a sprinter that is absolutely perfect and when the stakes are high that is when I tend to absolutely love it like it's just so much fun like is she gonna do it is she not who knows (laughs) what's your space and what are you thinking about (laughs) what are you thinking about on the start line are you just thinking about like you or are you looking around looking at other people no I'm just thinking I'm just looking at the finish line um, in my lane focusing minding my own business not looking at the crowd not minding what's happening around me with um, whoever's in the race just focusing on doing the best that I can because at the end of the day I don't have the power to control 
anything else apart from my performance. So well, I need to just focus on controlling the controllables, which is me. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, hope that my performance is the best. If not, you try again next year. And you, you come across like even talking to you now as like a really positive person. How do you think important is that mindset kind of to be positive going into an Olympics? Thank you very much, first and foremost. But um, I think it is really important because that's just me. Like I'm in this position because I firstly I love what I do. I love running really really fast it's really fun (laughs) (laughs) it's just fun quite frankly and um I just think that sometimes I don't know I did history at uni so I was very um like when I used to go to uni all the time I found it fascinating but um I'd always study like death tolls and epidemics and political drama and all these things so um the fact that the most stressful thing in my life is how I run from a to b is amazing and of course like it is high stakes everybody does want you to do well it is on a big stage so I'm not saying it's easy but um, it's also beautifully simple at the same time yeah and when that is something that is so important to you and that if you do well at it your life can be amazing and you can make so many people happy and you can make your parents cry your family cry and you can make the whole nation proud I think is a really a unique situation to be in and I feel really lucky that that's what I do so that's why I'm positive really because it's cool and if it goes well fab and if it doesn't um try again next time <laughs> yeah and how important is it for you to get like other young women into this sport i think it is really important because i look at how um, being in sport an elite sport and um has changed my life and um not just like because it's my job but also it's given me so much confidence it's given me so many valuable transferable skills so like team building it's given me the ability to believe in myself to concentrate it's made me have to focus have to be really confident in my own abilities and um, I think that's something that so many people not just young women but people can benefit from and obviously sport makes you healthier as well which is great so um, yeah I just think yeah it's just a positive life thing isn't it sport no, of course <laughs> um, and how do you kind of how do you prepare yourself the night before how do you get to sleep how do you how do you kind of settle Normally quite easily, weirdly enough. Yeah, I'd say we KJT said the same. I'm like, yeah. how? How are you people sleeping? Because I have to. <laughs> if you don't sleep, you're not going to win the next day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, yeah, quite, quite easily. I think it's just because it's a moment that you've been waiting for, really. So there is an element of excitement, but there's also a knowledge that the next day you've got a big job to do. And sleep is a massive part of that. So that's just another thing on the checklist. And then we're here at the Nike Summit. Have you tried the new the new shoes, the new track like spikes? How, and how I actually been? haven't tried the new shoes or spikes that they've released like today. So that'll be exciting. But um, as for being in the kit right now, because obviously, I mean, I know we're on a podcast, but I'm wearing the new <laughs> kit, which feels so amazing. And I love how it shines in the light and shimmers and kind of iridescent changing colors. So um, it's going to be a super exciting year for everybody. Obviously, it's the Olympics, but um, yeah, and super exciting year for Nike as well. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.